Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Mavericks. Your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac? All right, Nick, so we're we're both fairly new dog parents. Yeah. What? Let me ask you this question. Are you going to do an Instagram account for your dog? No, not no. No, no, no. We've done an oh. Instagram hashtag, but we have not we've not given our dog its own Instagram. Some would say that my Instagram has turned into my dog's Instagram, but it still has my name attached to it. So <laughs> What would you say if I told you I, our dog has one? If if I you said your dog has one, then my next question would be this. Did you create it or did Barb create it? Oh, Barb created it. Okay, good. All right. Well, good. That's fine. If the wife, but I was on board with it. I was on board with it though. I mean, like she talked to me about. I'm like, yeah. I mean, she runs it. I've posted a picture on it before, but I have the password. But my wife's all about, dude. I'm not against it at all because we. You know who doesn't have the password? You know whose rights you're holding against it? The dog. Dog doesn't have the password. The dog can't. You know what that? You know what that dog's not complaining about? The free treats that we get. Because we'll, we get like a random subscription box or something like that. Because, But I was going to say this. I was sitting eating dinner with my wife tonight. Or supper. Supper is a weird I, word. I call it supper. And my wife's like, oh, man, look, I've commented. She's like commenting on other dogs, no, Instagram accounts. With the dog? With, with the dog and like flirting with other like boy dogs. Like So like ours is a a girl golden doodle. So she's like commenting on another golden doodle, a boy golden doodle. I'm like, Hey, you're a tan golden doodle. Maybe we're the same size. How old are you? And I'm like, I don't even know how to feel about that. This is like, not for you, but for other people going to turn into like some weird Ashley Madison stuff where people like get together because they're dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Like if 101 Dalmatians happen now, they would both have Instagram accounts for their dogs. They wouldn't meet in the park. Like they wouldn't meet in the park and then the dogs like circle the owners and like drop them into a river. It wouldn't happen like that. <laughs> it would happen that the two had Instagram accounts for their Dalmatians. They That's met true. over Instagram and then met somewhere. Gosh, so stupid. That's very true. What are we doing right now? <laughs> That's our world. So it is kind of funny. If I told have... George Washington that – Either one, George Washington or George Washington Carver, either one of them, that in the future, dogs will have Instagram accounts. What would they say? How long would it take me to explain that to those two individuals? They'd probably pull out their little musket and end it all. (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. George Washington is done. (laughs) 
See you later. I did not cross nah. the Delaware for dogs to have their own Instagram <laughs> accounts. Dude, I wasn't on board with that first. I thought it was I thought it was kind of stupid. But once my wife kind of pitched it to me and said, "Hey, look at some of these other dogs. They're getting all this free crap," and I'm like, "I'm down with free crap. Sign me up. I'll get free toys and free little treats." Have you gotten anything? Stupid lo- oh yeah, yeah. We've had different like we get this thing called Bark Box, and it's yeah. the coolest thing ever. And uh, so like we got a free box one time, and like you post pictures. And like of their box of their toys that come in, and then like you can if somebody signs up, you get a free box. We ran, we've won like random little contest on there to where like people will send us like these treats or toys or. I'm in it for the free stuff. I'll sell out. Exactly. I'll sell out for some free stuff. Exactly. So I'll take the hate. I know that's kind of. St- I understand how people make fun of people with that. Not until you said you get free stuff. Because we were looking at those bark boxes today, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to pay any money for that thing. So, yeah. All right. Well, this is where we are today. We are ranking the starting small forwards in the NBA. We have ranked point guards. We have ranked shooting guards. And now we have ranked small forwards. We've ranked Rajon Rondo. We have ranked Gary Harris. Very differently, but we did our- rank them. <laughs> All right, if we pick one player from each position so far that we have differed the most on, that has been it has been Rondo and it's been Gary Harris. More, more so Gary Harris though. Yeah. I I had Gary Harris at the twelfth best starting shooting guard in the league. Nick had Gary Harris as the twenty fourth best shooting guard in the league. Which is very, very different. Very, very different. Shout out to the boy on Twitter today. Who but that, didn't, that didn't averages out to, to the podcast. That averages out to like 18, which is probably about where he is. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Mm, yeah, I guess so. The guy who come, came at us on Twitter today. Oh my gosh, the flurry of tweets we got from this one person. I bring, Well, I'm actually thinking of two people. One, the Jeremy Lin's cousin who came <laughs> at us with every possible stat that Jeremy Lin has ever had on this entire earth playing basketball uh came out with like a thread and, of tweets and some mad. that were not true he was like jeremy lynn averaged 15 and 5 blah 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 i'm like jeremy lynn has and then the the guy uh down screen man was like jeremy lynn has never averaged 15 and 5 ever like, <laughs> ever <laughs> this guy was like he's the top 10 point guard in the league i'm like all right bro and what was he saying I'm about down. houston like come at me when the nets play houston i was like when the Nets play Houston, they will have no defense. They, no. You're coming at them with Jeremy Lin and D'Angelo Russell. You will not be able to stop Harden or Chris Paul at all. But Jeremy Lin can. <laughs> Ooh. So. But, yeah, the guy came at us about uh, or can't, yeah about Booker. I tweeted out. Because, uh, yeah, I guess it is a little surprising. I had Booker as my third best shooting guard in the league over DeRozan. Um. And so I tweeted that out saying, you know, am I that crazy? Whatever. This guy came at us with like four different tweets. And he said that J.J. Redick is better than Devin Booker. 
Yeah, that, dude, that, that. that guy doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Maybe at podcasting. I had Devin Booker like way lower than you, and I had him at nine, and I had J.J. Redick at 14. And so I, I still had him five spots ahead of him. <laughs> the fact that he was like, he's like, yeah, Booker's like a middle-tier guy. He's like on the Redick range, like in those middle. I'm like, all righty. Well, Not going to be able to do it. You have a good day, sir. So then we ranked Wes Matthews, and we don't tell each other these rankings before. I don't know your rankings for small forwards right now. You don't know mine, and you're just going to have to trust us on that. That's just one of those things. You're just, just going to have to believe There's no it. way to prove it. Yeah, there's no way. But we both had Wes Matthews ranked at 13, like 13 exactly. We didn't we didn't yeah. talk to each other before. We didn't even give our, each, each other like an idea. Like We both said James Harden was going to be number one, but then Wes Matthews both coming at 13 was surprising to me. And we're getting a lot of hate. <laughs> a lot of people saying that West should be last. West should be 25 to 30 ranked. I mean, go look at That's the... That's just li- stupid. Very stupid. Look at the list. Look at the guys below him. And look at the guys that are above him. It's it's right, It's right. about where he needs to be. And people are really down on West Matthews right now. And I, I just don't understand it. I, underst- I, I, I understand being down on him. But there's a... Well, we can't say there's common sense among fans. Because there's not. But... Like there just has to be a reasonable like doubt in or ranking in him saying yeah he didn't meet your expectations for seventeen million a year but it doesn't mean he's the twenty sixth best shooting guard in the league that's just stupid like yeah because twenty sixth is the worst is the fourth worst <laughs> so that's yeah not, so what you said though is the, is the reason why is because everybody puts a number value on these guys. We haven't figured out like PER doesn't do it. Win shares doesn't really do it. We haven't figured out a stat that is this player is this valuable by this one number. Like that just hasn't been figured out yet. I don't think we ever will. The players are too new stats. They're too nuanced. They're, you know, players have too much going on. There's too much other stuff that goes into it, but we have put this number value on it. That also has a dollar sign in front of it. And that, to me, has tainted a lot of these guys where we look at and say, man, like, Wes Matthews making that much money, there's no way he should be, you know, that high. If, if you're counting, putting that into account. And I think people yeah. have gotten way too carried away with that and forgot to look at players as just players. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I agree completely. I mean, it whether we want to admit it or we do admit it, that money plays into it, just like with Dwight Powell. I mean, the fact that he makes $9 million a year, I mean, plays into how we judge him and ranking and everything with that. So, yep. But I'm not going to talk about Dwight Powell this podcast. You will not. All right, I have so, to save him for the Power Forge rankings. So I went through and I took, like an, I took an average of our rankings so far. And this was my top five backcourt. And ours, ours were pretty much the same. So let me give you our, our top five backcourt. We both had Golden State, Houston, and Washington as our top three. Those are the same. And then we both had Toronto and Portland. I had Toronto as four. You had Portland. And Portland is five. And you had Portland as four. And Toronto is five. So mm. pretty much the same. Those are your top five backcourts. Uh, only cool. And two of them are in the east, which is kind of cool. Then here's our bottom five backcourts in the NBA so far. And this is an average of our rankings for both point guards and shooting guards so far. Bottom five for me, Indiana, Brooklyn, the Lakers, the Nuggets, and the Knicks. The Knicks was my bottom, my lowest backcourt. Mm. Surprising to me that the, the Bulls aren't there, but I guess Wade Wade pulled them up. Then here's yeah. yours. The Pelicans, 
the Spurs, the Magic, the Pacers, and the Knicks. <laughs> we both had the Knicks as the bottom. We both had Indiana in there. <laughs> Frank and Hardaway. Yeah. Is, a, uh, is this going to be both tough? In the low. And I think Hardaway is a fine player, but it's another one. He's he's going to be looked at there the same way Wes is looked at here. But, you know, almost the same dollar amount. It's going to be tough. And now yeah. here's our top five combined. If you combine both of our rankings, you average them out. This is our top five. Golden State, Houston, Washington, Portland, Toronto. Just pretty much what we had. Bottom five, Denver, the Lakers, Orlando, Indiana, and the Knicks. That's that's pretty that's pretty much what it is, right? <laughs> Those are some pretty bad backcourts. I also yeah. saw an article today uh, where Roto World was ranking sh- shooting guards by uh, like all sorts of stats and stuff, and then eventually they just put like a a uh, grade ranking on shooting, like scoring, defense, and like weird stuff. So. They had Wes Matthews ranked number 25 in the NBA. Of shooting guards? Of shooting guards. And so this this site apparently agrees with most people that, you know, talk to us on social media over the past day. These are the players that they had above Wes Matthews. You ready for this? Not all of them, just the ones uh, that are egregious. There's no way I'm ready for this. All right. Gary Harris, which is debatable. Like, you know. I have that. That's fine. Zach Levine. What? Zach Levine scored 20 points last year, so that's probably where, where they were coming from. 20 points in one game? <laughs> for, the, for the year. Victor Oladipo. Whatever. De- <laughs> Dion Waiters. No. J.J. Redick, which, okay. Okay. D'Angelo Russell. He's a point guard, no. Contavious Caldwell-Pope. No. Lou Williams. Yeah. What? Danny Green. No. Andre Roberson. Brick. And Buddy Heald. How? Like, I like I like Buddy a lot, but how can you say he's better than Wes right now? I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, let's, let's move on. Let's move on to where we are now with the, uh, the small forward rankings. We've moved on from Wes. Little less controversial with Harrison Barnes here because I think he's going to fit in nicely at, at at this. We'll probably have him almost at the same spot. All right, so a couple clarifiers I want to give before we do this. If you guys haven't listened to the first two of these, we're going without taking salary into account. Now, obviously, it's always in the back of our mind. It sort of taints you know how we look at players, like we said earlier. We are looking at it for just this next year. So, for example. You have a guy on this list, Brandon Ingram, who's going to be really, really good. He's on a rookie contract. You know, he's going to be a really, really good player. We're looking at how he, how good, how good is he going to be next year? How should he be ranked among the starting small forwards next year? And we're going with small forwards and starting ones, um, just by you know what we've seen, depth charts we've seen online, and you know just our own basically takes. And if we've heard um, coaches or whoever say this guy is going to start, blah blah blah. So. That being said, we're going with Damari Carroll for uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, this could be Alan Crabb, and we we both think it's going to be Alan Crabb at some point during the year, potentially to start the season. I thought you were starting off at the top, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool joke, Nick. <laughs> and then you never broke smile, and I'm like, why is he doing I'm just Demari clarifying Carroll? some of these ones that people will think is back and forth. So Chicago is going to be Paul Zipser. 
that was a that was an up and down one. We we both like went back and forth about it, and then Isaac just stopped me and said, "If we talk about who's going to start for Chicago for more than five minutes, I will stop doing this podcast altogether." <laughs> <laughs> so we'll end it right there. Uh, Minnesota, we put Jimmy Butler. Him and Wiggins are going to be really interchangeable. Uh, personally, I think he's more of a, of a three, and that and Wiggins played two last year for the Timberwolves, so I, th- they could go either way. We just decided to go this way. The Pelicans, uh, we have no idea who's I, going here. I have, I literally have them as last place. Yeah, we just with no name. We have no. I think Etwan Moore will probably start there because Solomon Hill was going to start for them. He's out for the year, uh, and we think that it's either going to for me. It's either going to be Etwan Moore or like Isaac thinks it's going to be some guy that we haven't heard of yet. Either a Josh Smith or you know some Josh Childress. I don't know some random guy is going to come in. Josh Childress playing on the big three, and then he's going to come into the NBA. <laughs> Our boy Deshaun Stevenson could jump in. Actually, Deshaun might be good for this team. Yeah, he would. Deshaun w- Desha- might kick, kick Boogie in, you know, in the pants. Like Deshaun that. and Boogie. I'm good with that. Uh, and then Sacramento with a, went with Garrett Temple. By uh, Isaac doesn't agree with it, but we went with my friend Vince, who covers the the Kings. And so I'm just gonna. No, I was just shaking my head because I don't know who else we. Have. I mean, I guess Josh yeah, Jackson or Justin Jackson, maybe there. Uh, oh yeah, Justin Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> Josh is in Phoenix. Uh, for Phoenix, though, we went with um, T.J. Warren instead of Josh Jackson, but that'll probably change sometime mm-hmm. during the year. I'd probably start Vince Carter if I'm Sacramento, but probably, yeah, I, I, I might go with that too. So, but whatever, they're not. It's not going to change their ranking very much. All right, I think the top ones are going to be interesting. Coming in at number one for me, he is an MVP. He's a Finals MVP. He's an NBA KD. champion. He's really tall. <laughs> He's Kevin Durant. I could see it. I debated it. You debated it? Who do you have at number that. one then? I still got LeBron, man. No, you don't. I do, yeah. Wow. Wow. If anybody has been listening to this podcast for a long time, <laughs> or or just last week... <laughs> They know that this is fairly incredible. You know, that's it's really tough for me to say that, but all around best player in the game, probably still LeBron. I think Durant's right there on his heels. I, mean, I, I like I don't I think it's one A, one B. It's not it's not one LeBron and then Durant. It's one A, one B. So Yeah, I have LeBron as two. Also I think it's very close. I think Durant gives Durant gives you a lot more versatile scoring, and uh, LeBron gives you way better playmaking. You know, it's like one or the other. <laughs> Lebr- like, LeBron gives you probably better perimeter defense. Kate and Kevin Durant probably gives you better, a little bit better rim protection because just how long he is. Uh, you know, it could go back and forth. Durant's probably a little more clutch than LeBron, but LeBron's definitely at his moments. And LeBron makes players better around him, and KD just by – having the players around him that he has, they're already better. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. For what it's worth, I think Durant's the MVP of the league next year. But. Yeah, probably if he stays healthy, he, he was definitely going to be up there this year as well. Wouldn't yeah. that be wouldn't that be nuts if it's Westbrook and KD as one two? And the Thunder's the second seed? Yeah. Ooh. Could happen. Oh. For sure. Yeah. All right, number 3 for you. It better be the same person, Kawhi Leonard. 
Nick, Giannis is not better than Kawhi. He's Leonard taken right a step up. Giannis is taking another step forward this year. He already has taken his giant leap forward. Three Giannis times is already. over Kawhi Leonard. Put Giannis over Kawhi, over Kawhi Leonard. That's how I think. I think the Spurs are going to have a down year. I think Kawhi is going to be a little bit part of that. I think Giannis is going to have another take another step forward. I'm excited to see where it goes. Giannis had the thing about Giannis, and he has the physical tools that no other player has ever had. Not even Durant. Okay. And so I think he just that that's just an advantage that he has over Kawhi, and I think he's going to take that, and I think he's going to take the next level. I'm obviously projecting. Do I think right now he's a better player? No, but I think sometime during the season he could overtake him as a better player. Interesting. So if I'm if, we're, Kawhi, if we're taking this from just last year, yeah, I would have Kawhi over Giannis, but we're projecting well, for next it, season. Well, it's not like Leonard's like 39. No, no, he's still young too, but. I mean, like, Giannis for me, is gonna, like... Giannis is going to be 23. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have Giannis at four, but, like, it's a tier. Like, it's the second tier. Like, I have Leonard, right? I mean, Leonard's went toe-to-toe with LeBron, best wing defender in the game. His offensive game has improved, like, drastically. So, yeah, I mean, I have him right there with Durant and LeBron. I'm drinking the smoothie. I'm drinking the smoothie. I'm going with He's the third best player in the league for me. Like, these are the three best players in the entire NBA for me. Isn't that insane? They're one position. And point guard was so deep, too. It's crazy. Yeah. But. I think Giannis can be right up there. I think he could be an MVP candidate this year. In the same way that that Isaiah Thomas was an MVP candidate last year, I think Giannis is going to be this year, and I think he's going to be even better than that. Yeah. Oh, I could see it for sure. I mean, if everybody stay, I wish Jabari was healthy. Um, yeah, but that's good. him. Like Giannis, Jabari, and Middleton is so fun together. And then Brogdon, and then Thon Maker. Gosh, that yeah. I wish we could just see that lineup. But it'll happen it sometime during the season, I think. But yeah, not till late. Not till late. Like you know, it almost happened again this year. So I just hope that Middleton and and Jabari don't just like. One is hurt and one is healthy all the time. <laughs> like, you know, they just flip-flop because that's what happened this year. Yeah. All right. Our five and six are probably the same, but maybe a different order. Number five, I had Jimmy Butler. Me too. Ding, ding, ding. There we go. And then six, did you have Paul George? I did, but it's very difficult. Okay. It wasn't as much of a given for you. It was not. The debate between him and Gordon Hayward is real. Uh, not a, a lot of not as a lot of me. people really push that really hard that Gordon Hayward is better than Paul George, and a lot of people that are more into stats bring out some good stats to prove that also. But I still, even in the player comparison thing through Basketball Reference, Paul George edges out Hayward some. Uh, but Hayward has played a lot more games than Paul George. Um, has he really? It doesn't feel like that. Well, George, you know, broke his leg. So. That is true. That is a good point. Paul George, I mean, obviously a step up defensively. So if you're going to give, you know, give it to a player that, you know, is better on, on, you know, is better on on both ends than one guy is at just one, then yeah, I mean, I'm giving it to Paul George. Also, I think Westbrook's going to be good for him. I think Paul George is better as a two, as a you know, number two player than a number one player. Yeah, possibly. He's going to be like Scottie Pippen, man. He's going to be so good. I think he's 
he can he just he had that like in Indiana he had that man that alpha like giving the ball when he was like peak like offensive Paul George man that was that was nasty he I just didn't think he had the best supporting cast but yeah no well look at in hindsight I mean he had Lance Stevenson and Roy Hibbert and David West like yeah man but I don't think it, I I don't if you had to pick somebody to blame his supporting cast or him of why they didn't go farther oh well LeBron. Number one, <laughs> they right. went to two Eastern Conference Finals. That's as far as you're going to get. I mean, you're not going to get past LeBron, especially when you're playing LeBron, Wade, and Bosh together. Gosh, unless you have a better supporting cast. What? What? <laughs> Shout out 2011 team. Shout out to Sean Stevenson. Okay, number eight. We might be we might be different on here. So you had you had Hayward at seven. I right? also yeah I also had Hayward. Okay, I think that it, that top seven is undisputed. Shout yeah. out. Anti shout out to undisputed, but it's undisputed that you can't put anybody else there. And yeah, those are like the like those seven players are in the fifteen best players in the NBA. <laughs> like you can scatter some other players in there, but that is those that's the cream of the crop right there. Because that's where this is where the this position is where the NBA is going. You have all yeah. these players that are just this position, <laughs> basically, and they can play all t- all types. Yeah. So, all right, my number eight. I'm projecting a little bit more here. Oh dear God, you're projecting. I'm projecting a little more. This guy's gonna oh take gosh. this guy's gonna take another step forward. And I think the guy behind him is gonna take another step back. I'm putting Harrison Barnes at eight. Oh, okay. I thought he was gonna say auto porter and I was oh, about no. to shut my computer. He took a step forward to his bank. <laughs> he took a step forward to Chase Bank. USA Bank. Yeah, no, I put true. Harrison Barnes at eight. I think he's going to take another step forward. I think he knows that the one one of the things he really needs to work on is his playmaking and his ability, to, you know, to help create for others. And I think he's going to do that. I'm assuming you have Carmelo at nine. I do. I have him flip flop. So, all right. I have Melo at eight and Harrison Barnes at nine. There you go. So we're right there. Our top nine is pretty much the same. <clears throat> and I'll say that I'll go ahead and cover this like we have the past two. If Barnes has takes the next step how high can Barnes go up for me I think he just moves into that Gordon Hayward range at you know at seven I think he if he had I don't think if Barnes has that next step in his career I don't think he moves into the Jimmy Butler Paul George range I, I, I don't even I don't, think he could surpass Gordon Hayward unless that Kyrie well, yeah, Gordon Hayward th- thing is so you don't think he can move up at all no matter no, how good of a season I don't I'm, I'm already moving him up <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so I think he for me, I think he could pass Carmelo and go into that Gordon Hayward range. That with a, a really good season. Yeah, I think he is going to have that season, and so I'm going to put him. I'm going to put him at eight. You, you're going to put him at nine. Pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. Number number ten. We should probably have the same guy. He punched a man this summer. Yeah, oh Gallo, <laughs> Danilo Gallinari. All right. <laughs> I think he's kind of underrated because uh, he yeah. kind of gets overlooked and he's been hurt a lot. But when he's healthy, uh, he can ball. Definitely. Him and Blake Griffin are going to be interesting. I don't know if they're going to play enough games together, but if they do, I think that's a pretty good that's a pretty good tandem. I think he's I think he'd be best as a 4, but And I think Blake Griffin's probably best as a 5. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the best case scenario. But Blake Griffin, you know, defensively doesn't give you enough to be a five. He doesn't, 
either try hard enough or doesn't, you know, know what to do on, on defense enough to be a five. But all right, number eleven. Number eleven, I have the guy that you were worried about that I was gonna put at number eight. Bro, me too. Auto Porter? Yeah, and this is really hard for me to put him here because I think he's yeah, I think he really is overrated. Yeah. But I just yeah. it, this it's just hard from here. From about eleven till sixteen is like, uh <laughs> You know, there's these guys could kind of go in any order. At some point, we're going to get to a player that we're extremely off on. We're nearing the Gary Harris range to where <laughs> I, had Harris, I had Harris at 12 and you had him at 24. I I feel pretty good. I feel better about this list than I felt on any other ones. So uh, the other ones I kind of rushed. This one I took my time on, really looked at, dug into some stats. All right, number 12. Uh-oh. Gallinari's former teammate. Oh, that's close. No, I don't have him there. I have Wilson. Wilson. I will. I have Wilson Chandler at number twelve. Yeah, I like Wilson. I think Wilson. Wilson can still do good. I. I wish they would trade him. Let him get out. Get out somewhere. But <laughs> isn't that sad? <laughs> He's playing really well for this team. I wish he was gone. <laughs> I bet people say that about West Matthews. Like I like West Matthews. I wish Dallas would just trade him. <laughs> yeah. So who do you have? Who do you have at twelve? I have Joe Ingles. Okay, Joe. I have him at thirteen. Oh, Joe. Not ISO Joe. (laughs) Not ISO Joe. Joe Joe and Rodney Hood are going to have all the opportunity in the world to score next year. True. All the Joe's Joe's the most. How the heck does he play in the NBA? (laughs) Look in the in the league. (laughs) I mean, I think you and him have the same like. Body structure. Oh, that could be true, yeah. And, <laughs> and Boris <I> just... <laughs> Dio. <laughs> this really good at boxing out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just got paid. Yeah, he. Def- I don't make. He def- I don't make that same paycheck. No, you do not. Yeah, definitely got paid. Gonna be on that team. It's gonna be t- gonna be tough for them next year. There's not gonna be a ton of space on that team, uh, on the floor. So I had Joe Ingles at tw- at uh, thirteen. Who'd you have? Uh, this might be surprising for you. I I don't know. Uh, I have uh, Robert Covington. Not surprising at all. I have Robert Covington at fourteen. Okay, okay. We're right there. Cov- Covington's going to be really good for them. They're going to really need him at three. They don't have a ton of really good threes. They have Justin Anderson. Obviously, we know that. But uh, he's super good defensively, and I think that's what they're going to need. He's, they're just going to need him to knock down open shots. And I think I think being with J.J. Redick might help him with that, you know? Being with a knockdown shooter, I think it just makes it contagious. Yeah, another guy that's, like I think, really underrated. And he get, kind of gets hidden in this Phillies, you know, young squad team. And they strategically left some cap space open this summer so they could – restructure and uh extend him this fall so expect a covington extension that's probably going to surprise some um not um, dialed in not that's a that's a good word that's a good respectful word right there uh not dialed in fan that that could surprise some people like why is this guy who is this guy getting this contract extension but yeah all right so robert covington you had him at 13 item at 14 who do you have at 14 I have Wilson Chandler. Okay, so there you go. Didn't far, didn't fall too far. That's our biggest difference so far. <laughs> two spots. Yeah, two spots. That's all we got. 
We'll have some coming up soon. 15, I feel like, is fairly obvious at this point. Um, fairly obvious? Uh-uh. No, none of these are obvious. I have Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Ding, ding, ding. We have our first big difference. Big difference? I am where not do you have on Michael, board. Of- where do you have Michael Kidd Gilchrist? And oh, how is he just, not better you, than the you, rest of these players? Because he can't hit freaking Walmart with a truck. <laughs> he's Andre. He's Andre Roberson, basically. He's Andre Roberson, but but worse. Like he can't even see the floor. He's been hurt. Like how do you? Well, we don't even know. He started if he's a lot good. of games. He started a lot of games last year. Oh, see that shows how good he was. <laughs> that you didn't even notice him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where no, did you no. have Michael Kidd Gilchrist? No, no, you can you can wait in suspense like Dang I did it. for no, Gary, I don't Gary wait. Harris last I want, year. I want to know. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> I had Michael Kid, uh, Kid, Kid Gilchrist, Gilchrist started 81 games last year. <laughs> what about the year before that, though? Seven. <laughs> Seven? Yeah. <laughs> he had one season where he's out for the year. So he. What was his three-point percentage last year? It just has it just has a bunch of question marks next to it. I don't like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, he it was a uh, eleven. <laughs> he shot eleven percent. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even take one a game though. How many total do you think he took? The entire a year? small for a small forward who does not take an average a, of a, one three a game. A small forward, no, not even close. A small forward that started eighty one games. How many threes total do you think he took? Thirty eight. Nine. Nine threes. I wish I wish the listeners could see my face right now. I wish they could see. Yes. Ain't no way he's my fifteenth best small forward in this in this league. Oh my gosh! I... Because like he's known for his defense, but he's not like elite defender like a like a Tony Allen and I don't if you want to say Roberson and stuff like they can make up for it because their defense is so good. MKG is known for his defense, but he's not like an elite defender. I think he's so, still I think he's still a really good defender. Whatever. Anyway, I have uh, Michael K. Gilchrist at 23. Wow. That is, that's almost Gary Harris level difference. That's an eight spot difference. Yeah. All right. Uh, 15 at MKG. You did not. But again, I'm going to say that, like, honestly, 15 to 20 is. Oh, yeah. Just oh, we're, so we're wide swing, open. We're swinging now. We're, we're just <laughs> hoping to make contact. Yeah. Who do you have at 15? I have your boy. Brandon Ingram. Oh, okay. Little difference, not too much. But, okay, Brandon Ingram. It's gonna be interesting for him this year. I feel like I've said that for every player so far, but <laughs> no, is... I think I mean it's kind of like a projection too. I think I think he just keeps going kind of getting better. I think Lonzo. I think Lonzo's gonna make everybody on that team better. Yeah. And yeah, I mean I I'm a believer in Ingram's game. Kevin Durant's a believer in his game. Yeah, <laughs> he right. praised him on on that pod with Bill Simmons. But uh, yeah, I think I think he'll do he'll do good this year. All right, I had him a little bit lower, not too much though. Who do you have at sixteen? All right, so we're basing this off of of next season. Next season, no money involved. And, oh my gosh, I know who you're going with. And health. I know exa- I know exactly who you're going with. So, if he's healthy, I'm going Chandler Parsons. Is he the beautiful one? He is. Chancun! <laughs> Number 16. If he was fully healthy, where would you put him? I had him a lot lower than you, but. 
fully healthy, yeah, I would probably put healthy. him uh, in between Otto Porter and Ingles. I'd put him at like 12. I'd probably put him above Otto Porter, right under Gallinari. But like I have him at 16 because I'm banking on him. I I'm banking on him coming like ha- starting the season. Yeah. Which I haven't like got an update on his injury stuff, but like since he was out forever, surely he's ready to go. Like, surely, <laughs> sure, <laughs> surely he should be ready to go now. Uh, I think we could get a better idea of how ready he is if we just ask a couple Instagram models than if we asked him. Oh my gosh! I had Chandler a lot lower uh, because okay. I just don't think he's ever going to be back. I think those issues that he has, like knees, are just debilitating. Like that is, I mean. That's not as bad as, as like back problems, but pretty bad. No. Yeah. And there, and like, I'm like an in between, I don't think he'll get back to where he was or else I'd have him at 12 or 13, but I don't think he's going to like miss the whole year again. I'm which you can't predict injuries. I, I don't think he's going to be as bad. I honestly hope he doesn't miss the whole season. Like we joke about Chandler Parsons a lot. And as you know, guys that cover the Mavericks, we're glad we don't have to, you know, care about his injuries every day, but I, yeah. I really do hope that he, he plays the whole season, and because man, the Memphis, that Memphis team really needs him, like really bad, for sure, really bad. All right, at, at sixteen, I had Tobias Harris. Oh, you know I don't like Tobias Harris. But I know, I knew, I, you're, I knew you're going to say that. He's he's decent enough at at a lot of things that I, I put him. He's sixteen. He's just average. Yeah, I have him at nineteen, so not a big not, not a big difference. All right, at my number 17 spot, I have Houston's Trevor Ariza. Me too, me too, nice. me too. Nice. Okay, we're on the same page again. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Ariza, I think uh, we I put him at 17, and that's you know might seem a little high to some people, but I honestly think he could lose his job to P.J. Tucker at some point during the season. Uh, I just think that they're going to play together. Yeah, they're going to play a raise at four probably, right? Yeah, or either one of them. Him or Tucker at the four. I mean, Toronto did that a lot last year uh, when they moved Ibaka to the five and Tucker to the four. But, um, yeah, I mean, the situation, if they ever get mellow, you know, who are they going to let go of? How's that going to work? But, yeah. Mellow at at four, P.J. Tucker at three. Or just P.J. Tucker at five, a raise at four, mellow, or mellow at four. Just and then the two guards just that's a death lineup yeah, crazy that's a real death lineup so i don't i think that would i think their death lineup that they they are trying to build right now uh, would be a reason tucker uh, then figuring out ryan anderson i guess to the bench <laughs> but <laughs> yeah no reason you know reason's one of these guys that has quietly been in the league for a while and remember yeah, I mean, he, when he first came in the league he was with those lakers <laughs> Like even Kobe before that, them. even before that, he was on Orlando with with Hornet? Dwight Howard. Ariza, yeah, dang, he played against so like, the Lakers the first time, and then he was with uh, I, think I believe with I, could, the Horn- I could be wrong. I, remember, about that. I think he was sure. with the Hornets too. Maybe I don't know. Ariza, but I thought he was. I thought he was on one of those Chris Paul teams with this is the uh, this is the ultimate podcast thing where we try to figure out which team this guy's been on. Okay, he was he brought into the league by the Knicks. Then he was in Orlando in uh, from '06 to '08. Then he was on the Lakers in '09, and and some of '08 as well. Then he was on Houston. Then he was on the Hornets. Then on the Wizards. Then back on Houston. 
Okay. Journeyman. Been around. He has been around for a while, and he's still really good. I mean, well, I would say really good, but he's a good wing guy. Been around. How many How many seasons do you think he's played? Gosh, 10? Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Something like that? Yeah. 13 years. For a bit. 13 years in the NBA. Wow. It's a long time. Impressive. All right, my 18 players, Brandon Ingram. Okay. Right there with I you. Have a, I have a new name at 18. Oh. Justice Winslow. There we go. I went back and forth with Justice Winslow because I, I felt a lot of people, and some of this is just from people that I've heard because, you know, I didn't watch a ton of Miami basketball. We're, you know, we're stationed in the Western Conference, <laughs> so we watch a lot of West. But uh, I had Justice Winslow a lot lower, and then I – Re-looked at it, went back, looked at his stats. He was injured, you know, for a lot of last season, out for the year. And then I was like, man, like he's still a really young guy. He's got some upside. So I put him at uh, at 20, put him a couple spots lower than you. He's got, yeah, he's got some really good upside. I think he, he has some, some variants that he could rise up this list. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And he comes back healthy in Miami and – you remember yeah. you remember those covers where it was, you know, D'Angelo Russell with Kobe, it was Towns with Garnett, then it was, you know, Aldridge with or Duncan with uh was it Duncan with Aldridge? That's so weird. I don't think so. Who I think was it was. It? I do remember Winslow and Wade, I think. Yeah, and then Winslow and Wade is why I brought that up. Uh yeah, Winslow and Wade on there. And then he just seemed to drop out of nowhere. But yeah, so uh between Brandon Ingram and Justin Winslow at nineteen, I had a new name. The starter from Atlanta, Torian Prince. Okay, I'm not too far down on him. But yeah, he, he had a solid year. Baylor guy. I think uh, really I was kind of surprised when Atlanta took him and DeAndre Bimbry. And yeah, they took like, both. Man, in the first round, you're like, man, they just took two guys that played basically the same position. But Prince had a solid year. And he should continue to get minutes on this sucky Atlanta team. He should. Okay, so you had so you had Tobias Harris at uh, nineteen. I had Torian Prince. Then I had yeah. uh, Justice Winslow at twenty. Who did you have? I had T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren. I went I went back and forth with him a lot. I like Warren, man. I I I like him a lot. NC State guy can put up buckets. I was want, I was really wanting. He's one of these sneaky guys. I was wanting Dallas to try to get a hold of somehow, but he can get buckets. He'll get buckets. I think he might get his job taken away from him at some point. All right, let's go through. Let's go rapid fire because these guys are just rough. <laughs> like they this suck. next group here. Uh, at twenty one, I had uh, Boyan Bogdanovich for Indiana. I have no idea if he's going to start, but they gave him some money. So, hmm. knockdown shooter, forty percent from three. Yeah, I have Bogdanovich at 24. Okay, at this point, it's not, like, <laughs> egregious if yeah. we have that big of a difference at all. Okay, uh, then I had – who did you have at 21? I had C.J. Miles at 21. I had C.J. Miles at 22. Um, then I had at 23, Chan Coon, Chandler Parsons. Ooh. So that's a, that's a fairly, big, fairly big divide there. Yeah, so that's a seven difference. That's where you had that's where you had Kid Gilchrist and I had Kid Gilchrist at fifteen and you had Chandler Parsons at sixteen. So next year we'll be watching for who's better, Chandler Parsons or Michael Kid Gilchrist. 
Yeah. As long as they're healthy. Yeah, both of them. I feel comfortable about that. Kid Gilchrist started less games the last two years than Chandler Parsons did, so that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Who did you have at 22? Uh, 22 at Torian Prince. Okay. So, so far, our bottom is pretty much the same. Um, 25 to 30. 25, I had Mo Harkless. Me too, yeah. There we go. Mo Harkless. Then at uh, 26, I had Terrence Ross. Let's go. We're going we're gonna to keep on this going. 27, I had Damari Carroll. Absolutely. Yes. 28, I had Garrett Temple. Let's go. Yes. 29, I had Paul Zipser. Zip, 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 zip. And 30, I had the Pelicans as a whole. <laughs> we just I have no idea out. who's going to start for the Pelicans. That's so funny. We had the whole the same bottom five, the same bottom six. That's, no, I had Bogdanovich at twenty four. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, bottom six. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Those are our rankings. They're top ones. There's some difference. We had uh, I had Harrison Barnes at eight. Isaac had Harrison Barnes at nine. I had Giannis at three. He had Kawhi Leonard. Um, I might eat those words next year, but I'm going for it. I would rather I think root I might for post Giannis. a Twitter poll and say who will be better, who will be the better player at the end of next this coming season. season. Yeah, not who is the better player, who will be. Giannis's yeah. trajectory, man, is like straight up in the air. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, for sure. I'm all aboard Giannis for sure, but I'm more aboard Kawhi Leonard. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. We really appreciate it. Tell us what you thought about our rankings. Please disagree with us. A lot of people have been doing so. If you are doing so, if you are related to one of the players, please refrain from doing so. <laughs> we, we appreciate all the, uh, the comments and everything. And keep subscribing and rate and review the podcast. We really appreciate it. And check back tomorrow where we will rank power forwards. Peace out. Boom. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17